morning. Welcome to the program. This is Follow the Money here on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. Mitch Moss along with Paulie Howard as we are at the Circa Resort and Casino in downtown Las Vegas coming up on today's program. Matt Eumann's on the show in 45 minutes. He has a division bet that he likes in the National Football League. Also, his uh, golfers that he's on this week at the Byron Nelson. Uh, Doug Kralstein, prop bet guy, coming up in an hour and 45 minutes. A uh, huge card today in Major League Baseball. Big card tonight in the NBA as well. We'll get into some of the props that he likes. And Andy McNeil will join us in a couple of hours. And we will ask him to project, uh, project series prices, Paulie, in the NHL. And uh, last night, the Colorado Avalanche out here in Las Vegas remained alive to win this division out here, the Western Division, by getting a 2-1 lead, uh, 2-1 win. The Golden Knights were completely game for you know pretty much the entire uh, matchup. Problem is, they were without a bunch of guys last night because of injury and salary cap problems, and they only had 15 skaters in front of Leonard. Should have won. And the, yes. It was all Grubauer. Grubauer stood on his head. It's 29-13 shots on goal through two. Tuck blew it. They score right away. Goal in the first 10 caches. They have a 2-on-0, and Tuck misses a wide-open net. Would have put him up 2-0, completely changes the game. How does he miss that? It's a wide-open no net. Grubauer's hung out to dry, of course. It's a 2-on-0. And he misses a wide-open net. I mean, this is for the division. This is huge. Sure. And the, and the right to face St. Louis as opposed to Minnesota. And since you've come into the league, while you've had a lot of success, Minnesota's given you fits. And and, and he misses a wide-open net, and uh, they lose 2-1. It was all credit. You know, they talked about it after the game. It was all Grubauer, who was phenomenal. And now, right, Colorado's in position to win this damn thing. And they open 3-30 at DraftKings tomorrow as they close with mm -hmm. the Kings twice. So the Knights went from potentially winning the division and the President's Trophy yeah. to maybe playing the team that gives them more problems than any other team in the entire league. Mm -hmm. oh. And they blew a two-goal lead with 10 minutes left against Minnesota and didn't get any points out of it uh, about a week ago. Yep. So it's kind of like that. I'm back to haunt you, too. You know, how he missed that goal last night or the net is similar to what happened in the Blues game only a couple of days ago yeah. out, of here, out here against the Golden Knights. Guy had a wide-open net, no goalie within five feet, and he shanked it. I don't know how that happens. Mm -hmm. It's like a golfer out there misses a three-footer. I don't know. Yeah, blew it. Terrible. Yep. Completely changed the game to go up 2 nothing. And they played a great first period. They were awesome in the first period. Uh, but they it should have been 3 nothing. But Grubar was fantastic. You're missing a wide-open net. And uh, the, certainly the door's wide open now, too. And the other thing, start the playoffs. Come on. I mean, what, what are we doing here in Canada where they're going to wait till the – who can, these These Calgary games don't mean anything. Right. against Vancouver. We know who's in the playoffs. We know all 16 teams. Winnipeg plays today. They need one more point. They have two games left, so they'll draw Edmonton if they get one more point. Start the playoffs, mm -hmm. okay? Uh, come on. Now, we got Boston and Washington Saturday right after the Preakness. That's a good job. Pittsburgh and the Islanders is the other series. We know who's going to meet in the Central. So let's go here. We know, we know all the 16 teams. Winnipeg will probably get a point tonight, although they've lost 9-10, my God. But we know what the matchup's going to be. Uh, in, in a couple of days. Why are you going to sit here and wait while we'll start the playoffs maybe when the regular season ends? Yep, totally this, agree. This is Vancouver. The games, there's no need to play them, number one. And you shouldn't hold the playoffs up because the, uh, these games that go till middle of next week, who cares? Yep. So here's what has to happen in the Western Division because basically everything is set, right? Other than you know a couple of the seedings across the league and I think the North and also the West, obviously. But the, the Knights... They finish Wednesday night at San Jose. They must hope Colorado drops points in its final two games against L.A. in order to claim the number one seed. Could happen. Okay, of course. Kings yeah. were, fr were frisky in the couple, some of those games. Mm -hmm. But right. But yes. And then the other one is, I mean, my God, Winnipeg. Another loss. Lost 9-10. to 10. My God. Uh, and then Edmonton and, and um, 
and Montreal play again tomorrow. That's an afternoon game. So that's right. And then this this Washington-Boston game means nothing coming up tonight. Mm-hmm. And that's it. But these these are some pretty good matchups, though. And that that's that at least you gotta like some of these matchups. Well, you gotta. I mean, you gotta come out and know, know the schedule here. So gotta take advantage of this. I mean, that was bam. As soon as that Bruins game ended, they said, "Okay, game one coming up right after the Preakness." Mm-hmm. Capitals Bruins and uh, Pittsburgh went six and two against the Islanders. The Islanders have won four of the last five playoff series, and uh, Boston went four and three against the Capitals. That's a good matchup too. Those are two good. Uh, yeah, and then what we'll see here with this Nashville and Carolina. Uh, Carolina had owned them. Until, I mean, I wouldn't count these last two games what happened with uh, Carolina losing the last two to Nashville. So, But they owned them in the, in the previous uh, five meetings before the, we played over the weekend. Yeah, I'm not going to take much stock into what yeah. happened last night. In that I game. agree with Mike Palm. 240 is too short series, Bryce. All right. Yeah. So, fun night last night in hockey. Big night last night in hockey. Welcome into the program. This is Follow the Money here on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. Mitch Moss along with Paulie Howard as we're live in Las Vegas from the Circa Resort Casino. Last night in the NBA, uh, a solid night in that sport as well, as it looked like the Hawks in that third quarter, they were going to blow out the Wizards, and they turned into a huge favorite last night because I know Bradley Beal and that number kept going up throughout the, uh, throughout the entire day. But Westbrook was awesome again in the fourth quarter, and they almost won the game. They lost by a point, the game went over, and he threw up another triple-double with a monstrous game, and... Uh, couldn't get the win. Now the Hawks are $8 to win their division today, but that would have been something had they lost that game. Now the Heat were completely alive to win it. And the Wizards again, I hope they get the eight seed. I well, hope they, doesn't, I, yeah, not going to happen, though. That's that's not going to happen. Uh, they'll probably lose again tomorrow. As well, let me take that back. I hope they make the playoffs. No, yeah, right. Uh, that's the better way to phrase it, obviously. Yeah, yeah that, right. Yeah. But he was $4 to get a triple-double. He goes for 28, 13, and 21. I know we got a tweet saying if you parlayed it, what it would have paid, 353, whatever. But I did see 13 and a half with the rebounds, so that didn't get there. But 28, 13, and 21. You mentioned the poor third quarter. They were great in the fourth quarter. They could have won the damn game. Shorthanded without Beal. So they are, again, appointment television and just a fantastic watch. All these high scoring, close games. But they'll be shorthanded again tomorrow. Uh, and then it, it, I said, is there, if there ever was a time to lay $6, I mean, Atlanta to win the division. Because it's three more home games. They've, they're going to be a good-sized favorite tomorrow, and then it's two cupcakes while Miami's playing a tough schedule. And they're only laying, I can't believe that price tonight. What are they, they open a two-point favorite against Boston? They just crushed them and Brown's out for the year? Yeah. We'll right. see if there's any pride with, with the Celtics. Uh, and, and Atlanta has the tiebreaker. So it looks like it's going to be Atlanta and the Knicks in the first right. round. But, but just a great game, another awesome performance by Westbrook. And but, a game they could have won, but it was just that bad yeah. third quarter. And they had the lead at halftime, too, after a slow start. Where they couldn't make, I mean, Hachimura came down and took a shot like on the first seven possessions. It's like, feel free to get someone else involved. By the way, so, you know, we're a little bit behind the times out here in Nevada with, uh, you know, what books oh, are offering sure. across Props the country. Parlay and right. So I, I don't even know, like, I can, I can go on an app and probably put together a parlay, but I can't bet it in different states, obviously. And I don't know what the payout would be, but from the screen grabs that I have been, you know, receiving from people who are, you know, capable of betting this kind of stuff. The best way to bet the Wizards, you know, well, the best way last night, certainly, and going back, like, the last couple of weeks, maybe a month or so, just basically, if you parlay, they're all correlated. Everything, everything's been coming in. If you, if you right. parlay, like, the over on Westbrook, uh, you know, points, rebounds, and assists, along with the Wizards to cover, that's coming in like wildfire. And I saw another one last night where it was Westbrook to score 25 points, to have 10 rebounds, to have 13 assists, uh, for that team to cover... Eight points, I believe it was, or eight and a half points. 
And I think there was another thing that went along with it. Everything is correlated. Yeah. It's like you can you can parlay, and actually you can do this out in Nevada. You can parlay to get a better price in baseball, like a, a pitcher strikeouts with the team to win. So, for example, if you're looking at a major league baseball game on the board and a team is like a dollar eighty favorite, but they have a strong pitcher going and his you know K prop is like six and a half, you can bet him to go over and the team to win. It's kind of correlated, right? If he's going to have a good p- pitching performance to strike out a bunch of guys. And they win the game, that drops down, and it actually sometimes becomes a plus price. And we have no chance of doing that out here. That went from six and a half up to eight and a half, and then the the Cleveland game, the Pacers opened six, closed uh, opened six and a half, closed oh, opened six, closed nine and a half. This isn't supposed to happen in the NBA. The Cavs in a meaningless game fouled with twelve seconds down seven. Yeah, it's a horrible landing spot for the books, but also yeah, that comes nine then as the Pacers make their free throws. But with this, you know, the other good discussion we can have here too is that I know you got a text, and this is so important because we have it and we were, we talked about it and be, you know, what would be the one of the best uh, props or numbers wins we've ever gave out on the, given out on the show, but to give out a sixteen or eighteen to one and higher than that in some spots for the Suns to win the division. How do the Suns play this now? Because the Jazz lost again last night. Some people are saying maybe the Suns don't want to see the Lakers in the first round of the two seven. Right. And it looks like the Lakers are going to get, get in the 7-8. And then they'll be, you know, not anything can happen. But the Lakers would then face Phoenix in the 2-7 after they take out Golden State, whoever they would play. Um, because Portland just has to go 2-1 and one now to guarantee the 6 after they, they throttled uh, Houston last night. Did you see that? 50 points in the first quarter? Yeah. They hit 12 threes. I think McCollum had 21 in the first quarter. But... You can get the Clippers 6-1 to one to win the division. The Clippers could win out, should win out. Cupcakes the rest of the way. Yep. And then Phoenix has Golden State tonight. They also have Portland at home. But then they close with San Antonio, which obviously someone's got to win the game. With San Antonio winning last night, nice job, Milwaukee. Hell of an effort. More on that in a second. But with... Can I get a, can I get an effort out of somebody at night in, night out in this league? No, you can't, Paul. My God, you can't. Milwaukee. Does anyone care about home court? But San Antonio wins, and then the Pelicans lose, so that pretty much puts the baby to bed that San Antonio is going to get the ten. So, so what do they have to play so for San, at this point? Yeah. So when San, even though you might say, "Well, how's Phoenix going to play this down the stretch?" Well, San Antonio pot might just sit everyone too. The game's going to be meaningless, and they 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 close Saturday Sunday. Had to head those two teams. Yeah, because the Spurs cannot get up to the eight seed, right? Third to ten right no. now. They're too many games back. No. Not to mention, you know how Pop is sitting guys anyways. This is something to follow, too. They both played last night. Memphis plays again tonight. Because of the, the COVID issues, they have five games this week, San Antonio and Memphis. San Antonio goes to Brooklyn tomorrow. Then they play the Knicks. Then they close with those two games against Phoenix. Memphis on a back-to-back listless performance against a depleted. Full marks to the Pelicans for showing guts. Catch a nine and a half and with no Ingram and Zion. But they ho- they host Dallas tonight. Sacramento for two, and then they go to Golden State. Golden State on uh, Sunday. Yeah, I mean five games in a week here. It's time to really read up on the comments of what the Suns coaches Monty Williams and the players are saying this week. If they give a hint at all as to if they're actually going to go out there and try for the one seed, well, it's a, it's uh, they're a, not going to say that they. This will absolutely not come out. Now we want to avoid the Lakers. They're not going to say that, but they could be subtly dropping some hints like mm, we're going to take a night off this week, or we might be sitting some players. Yeah. Whatever. Well, it's night and day. You get Portland as opposed to the defending I mean, champs, right? I mean, that's what, when I look at the standings and I see the Clippers against Portland, that's the one series I talked about yesterday where I said, well, Clippers can take, if they, 
because it's the playoff. It's like what you just said. Who's going to show up night in and night out? Well, the playoffs, they eventually will. And so I think the Clippers, when they're at full health and everybody's going to go out there and it's not, there's no back-to-back, I think they will absolutely handle the Blazers. And the Suns uh-huh. would be, you know, if LeBron's going to come back and he's feeling good and he's healthy and the way, you know, Anthony Davis has been playing lately, you don't, you don't want to take on the Lakers in the first round. So if they, can't, if they can't leapfrog the Jazz here for the one seed, by the way, that, the Warriors, great again last night. Yep. Curry had 36. Uh, they actually, it was other players along with Curry who played well. So that's, if we get the Lakers, Warriors in that 7-8 spot for the playing game, my God, I can't even imagine what the ratings or the handle will be on that game. But you're right with the well, Bucks. And Phoenix isn't out of it for the one seed. But no, no, they're, right, they're right. Going to need help because it's. It, but Utah closes with Portland, OKC, and Sacramento. Here's the first half last night for San Antonio. <laughs> they had 87 points. <laughs> they shot 67 percent yeah. from the floor. Yeah. They shot 67 percent from three. They were 12 of 18. Yeah. They out rebounded the Bucks 23 to 13. What was that? Yeah. And they were getting seven. We talked about that yesterday. Might have been too high. Uh, for the Bucks to be laying that last night. But that said, obviously, did not expect an effort like that. I, I, who knows? That, that's, some of these teams are good for that, like once every two weeks, where they come out playing good basketball. The Bucks have been pretty solid defensively as well with the efficiency numbers. And last night, they throw out that complete dud. Total embarrassment. Uh, and, but and a week out from the playoffs. Dogs were 6-0 and last night in the NBA. Yeah, with the closing number, that's right. Yeah. That's right. But this is this jockeying for playoff position. This will be a fun couple of days here. How teams are going to treat this, and and what they're going to do, and that's some more. I mean, the, the, in the win total ramifications, this this game tonight with Dallas is huge. You know, and and they're only a one point favorite at DraftKings. They get this one, then they host the Pelicans. They they have to go three and one to go over their win total, and then it's two uh, cupcakes to end the season. But we know how Dallas has done against some of the bad teams. But this is enormous for the win total. And uh, the Chicago-Brooklyn game's big. I mean, how, how's, how's Brooklyn going to play this? And, and the Bulls are right there trying to catch Washington, too. They have a difficult schedule, but the Bulls are playing good basketball now. And this, yeah. yeah. They are currently the 11th seed. And I want to get exactly how many games back they are. Well, they're two and a half back of Washington. Because of what took place last night, they were two and a half back of uh, the Pacers going into the game uh, the games last night, but then you saw what happened. Wiz lose, Pacers win, and yep, the Nets are now full game up on the Bucks for the two seed after what took place last night. Jesus, yeah. And look, I, I see Atlanta as low as minus four twenty to win the division right now. That is out. What? Yeah, that is outrageous. I just looked at three different books because I cannot find any numbers on the. That is ridiculous on the Pacific at all. Oh my god, they the, have the tiebreaker. The only division I see up right now they is were so, uh, oh my that division. You see $4 on the Hawks to win it. That is crazy. Lowest I saw by a quick scan during this uh, segment was minus 420. I mean, so I'm, I'm looking for the Clippers to see if I can find 6-1. to one. I can't even find it anywhere. But that's a, that's a decent angle to keep your eye on. Atlanta closes with the Wizards again tomorrow. No Beal. Orlando and Houston. I mean, yeah. <laughs> come yep. on. Yep. You know, the the two fl- of the worst teams. They have the tiebreaker. And the flip side of the conversation with the Suns. And, and the Heat are playing Boston. They're laying one or two tonight. Who's to say that? Who's to say the Clippers want to play the Lakers in the first round? At the same that's, time, yeah, that's true. You know how this? Yeah, who knows how this will work out? Right. The timing of everything, but some the, tonight's ga- games are. I mean, we have some good job by the scheduling and how it breaks down. But the Heat, obviously, the six right now. The Celtics. The news yesterday: Jalen Brown averaged twenty-four point seven a game. And I just, you're going to hear nonstop bashing of uh, Brad Stevens 
nationally, uh, if you didn't already start to hear it last night. Isn't this a little bit on Danny Ainge? I know they lost Gordon Hayward. How many good players do they have overall in this roster? It's Tatum, then Brown, then find me like the guys that you want to go to war with. They had this treasure chest. Yeah, absolutely they full did. Full of picks, and they never got the star player. Yeah, you got Kemba, but right, Hayward didn't work out right. But they had all these draft picks in, in one of the worst trades in NBA history, and they couldn't. Yeah. Now, they, they did have to run into LeBron James, and that was the one guy they couldn't beat. And they made a couple trips to the conference finals, but that was, they couldn't do it. They just, they had all these assets, and they couldn't get that big star. Whether they tried, couldn't get Kawhi, couldn't get Paul George, couldn't get Anthony Davis. Right. They had all these assets, and they couldn't do anything with it. Sure. Yep. And I just, I just can't believe what has transpired this year. I mean, I cannot believe, I still think there's plenty of talent there. But to be the seventh seed, I don't know. I mean, I, I mean, I, I don't. do. Do they have a lot of talent? I think they do. Yeah. Do they, I mean, but then you compare what they have on their roster to the top of the East, and I know people want to take shots at the East still. The, the Eastern Conference is not like it was four or five years ago. I mean, it's simply it's much better today than what it was when LeBron was going through it every single year like a knife through butter. Well, look at the, look at the win totals though. Compare the expectations for the Celtics compared to the Knicks. Oh, like, for sure. Knicks were sure. 22 and a half, and then and even the Hawks. But they have a lot more talent than the Knicks. But it's, they're just, they've been awful. I mean, they lost to OKC. That's all you need to say. Right. I don't right. care who was out. They've lost 21 to 22. They can't even compete in these games. They're catching 11 tonight against Sacramento. So I, I would expect the Celtics to go right in and get take it out in the, in the play-in games as bad as they're playing. Yeah. Now, you might get this, all right, shot in the arm, let's go. We got a man down. Someone has to step up business tonight. Not to mention they were humiliated in the last game against Miami. But that's just now with a man down, we'll see if it's more of a woe is me routine. And we know that we're not going anywhere anyways. And my God, even if we win a couple games or if we get the seven and win that first play in game, we draw likely the Nets or the Bucks, which is, you know, we'll probably lose in five. Mm-hmm. How do you think the Warriors play it tonight? They're half game up on Memphis right now. Yeah. They're in the seven eight. Yeah. Well, that's the other thing. As we speak against the Lakers. Memphis isn't playing well either. Uh, I, I got the, but listen to this. I, they, they got the win, but lost to Orlando, lost to the Knicks, barely beat Minnesota, routed by the Pistons, beat Toronto. A depleted Pelicans team had to hang on for dear life. Beat Orlando, routed by Portland, routed by Denver. They are really struggling. So this is something to, and I can't believe, and Dallas is hot. And Dallas is only a short, is a open a short road favorite tonight, and then they have those two games against Sac, as I mentioned, and then Golden State. Do you think we're going to know a lot about the uh, the mentality of the Suns and Warriors right away in the first quarter tonight? When you watch, it's a back to back for the Warriors here. Yeah, and Curry's been it's playing a, a ton of minutes, been carrying yep. the team for the most part the entire year. Well, the, the Suns were also that was a terrible game Sunday. Ter- they never made a run in that game. No, ever. Davis killed them for forty two points, and then they're, they're, I mean the the first. The first score, I mean, they're down 20-6 to six to start the game. They never made a run. Yep. They were laying seven and a half. So I, this is, it's the NBA. It's wacky with matchups and who's going to play. And this is going to be a wild final week of the final you know, six days here. Uh, no question. All right, keep this in mind. If you miss any of our shows throughout the day today, any other day, or uh, any of the VEASAN broadcasts here on the network, be sure to check out our free VEASAN podcast here. Follow the money, a numbers game, Lombardi line, any of the shows on the Daily VEASAN Best Bets podcast. You can check out uh, Gil Alexander's Beating the Book Pod, Josh Applebaum's Market Insights, get PGA Tour betting previews on long shots, 
the Ron Flatter Racing Pod. That should be pretty good this week, I would think, huh? Major get. <laughs> uh, the timely, NBA. That's a timely guest. <laughs> they get Baffert on. You think so? Oh, God. Uh, and the NBA scoop of JVT on hardwood handicappers. And uh, whatever you are betting on, we have a pod for it. Find them all for free at vcin.com slash podcast. Again, that's vcin.com slash podcast. You had to love what he said yesterday, though, right, Bob Baffert? I'm just disgusted by the sport. I've just had enough. He actually used the word cancel culture. Yeah, he did. I, mean, I, I watched. I saw the interview. And then the groom urinating and, and the dog, the, the, dog the, uh, the horse eating the hay, and it's just. It's a good one. I got to tell you, it's creative. It's original. I don't think I've ever heard this one before. No, I'm done with I'm done with the sport. I, I could care less. This is just it's a travesty. Shooting these horses up for years, what they've been doing, and the business at Santa Anita was a whole different ballgame. Oh, Remember, boy. we, we oh, lost boy. 30 horses at Santa Anita oh. with all the excuses. But we, I mean, 30 horses died at Santa Anita. Nobody could figure out what, what was wrong. Oh, a lot of rain this year. Follow the money yeah, here on Jason. The Sports Betting Network. Paul will run down Bad Beats, Line Moves from last night, and Win Some, Lose Some coming up next. Are you ready? Download the Points Bet app now. Sign up using promo code VSIN2K. Get two risk free bets up to $2,000. And when you bet with Points Bet, you get faster bets, withdrawals, and rewards at your fingertips. Also, head over to Points Bet and check out the name of bet options and request a few of your own. Must be 21. Gambling problem? Call 1 800 Gambler. Time for winners. Rough night? Can't call it a bad beat. Definitely lose some. Good night? How does it make you feel? Oh, I absolutely hate that. I absolutely hate that. Follow the money looks back so we can learn for today. Everything's an adventure. In win some, lose some. Let the education commence. I had it. The Blackhawks plus a dollar thirty. Led two nothing a minute in. Led four two with ten minutes left. Lost the game. Got beat at home. Unbelievable. Yep. Five four Dallas. Ridiculous. Bad for the books. Pacers from six up to nine and a half. It fell nine. The key foul. Down seven with ten seconds. Panthers. One sixteen up to one forty. Shut out the light. They meet in the playoffs. Colorado, 105 up to 125. First time in 11 years a team skated. Had only 15 skaters, but the Knights still took it to them. But uh, Grubar was fantastic. Bruins, 150 up to 165, beat the Islanders. One uh, lose some. Atlanta, 6.5 up to 8.5. Lucky to win the game. They won by one. That Polly does Vegas on Instagram. Two types of dogs. Two types of dogs. One just looking there, little ha! filling up the pool. One guy keeps going in front of the hose. And the other guy's just taking it all in. Yeah, sure. This is... So this goes on for like a minute. If you, <laughs> if you pay attention, you'll see... At first, I thought the dog was just running through the hose because he was hot. His mouth is wide open. He's trying to get a drink every single right. time. Yeah, right, right. Yeah, I didn't notice call. that right away. <laughs> good call by you. Very good. Look at this. I can't wait for the NFL season. Look at what win Las Vegas unveiled. The win 
field club at Allegiant Stadium. Look at that. Bottle service. Some guy tweets, yeah, I, I do that for 5000 5000 How much do you think that's going to go for? You're, you're right there in the end zone. What a setup that is. Oh, there's a bucket list item. Is it 5000 a person? I would imagine that's what it, right. Win Field Club. Bottle service in the booth right there. Good looking gals. Do the girls come with it? That's, I, mean, that's... I, I am looking, Paulie. <laughs> I can't get my eyes off. Very good. Yeah, yeah, a lot of talent there. That is what a scene that is. And here he is, Lusa. Starbucks Edward speaks out after his crazy order goes viral. We mentioned it yesterday on the show. They fired the poor barista tweeted oh, out. Of course they did. Guy's 31 years old. He looks like somebody who would have this order. 14 items. Five bananas, seven pumps of caramel syrup, extra whip, seven frap chips, five pumps of some other garbage, double blended heavy cream, caramel crunch, honey blend pump. Give me a break. He goes, I didn't see what the big deal was. I ordered it the other day. And I'll get it again, he said. Yeah, it was a $14 drink. Evidently, he came, he came friends, though, with Teresa, who got fired. Yeah. And the kid who got fired is like 22 years old. They fired the poor guy. I think it's like 14 bucks a drink. Who knew that you could get five bananas and a drink at Starbucks? <laughs> well, that's just, this is nothing. I mean, the, the, the Starbucks, Edward has 14 items. And then based on the one guy's, the guy was fired, look at, look at this. There's over 20 items on these other ones that we showed yesterday. Look at that. Look at how many items are listed on that cup. I have so many questions, man. I really do. How do you come up with this? How does that possibly taste good? There's no chance. Well, who thinks about this stuff? All right, exactly. I want I, I mean, seven pumps of caramel, whatever. Mm -hmm. I only put five, but I can tell. One more. Here we go. What is, what's it? Yeah, March, May, May 10th. May 10th. There we go. Where's, where was the guy from? Did he say? Dallas. Christmas lights. Is that a wreath, for God's sake? That's the wreath, yeah. <laughs> God. May 10th in Dallas. Well, I know, I know people. Wrapped around the trees, all the lights up. Oh, my. People, though, they, they definitely leave their lights up year-round on the tree. Too big of a hassle to take it down every single year. Uh, the wreath, though. I mean, get a ladder. Come on. Sure. Get, the, get that off the house. There you go. Win loose. Good tweet from Ian McDonald talking about the Celtics. It's absolutely on Ainge, much more than Stevens. Sure. His botching of the Hayward situation this past offseason was the cherry on top yeah. uh, of screwing up the assets he had accumulated. Spot on? That's the guy you need to be mad at. Don't be mad at Brad Stevens. Well, Chris McCarthy's right, too, about this Boston-Washington series. Oh, my God, the bad blood. I mean, Jack Edwards, we'll probably get someone on later in the week, but does a great job on Nesson. Mm -hmm. He lost his mind when Wilson. Wilson wasn't even called for. Can they kick this guy out of the league already? I mean, you want to talk about a thug and a dirty player. And, uh, you know, a lot of people didn't have a problem with the last one that he did. With the punch to the face? Oh, the guy did climb his back. Oh, come on. I mean, the, it's every the, we're time talking about with the, the Rangers situation, right? Yeah. Yeah. And the Rangers complain, and they find the Rangers. About where's the player safety here? But in any event, Jack Edwards lost his mind because Wilson wasn't even called for a penalty. And that, yeah. and that that's going to that will be bad blood in that series. All right, tomorrow we are getting the NFL schedule, which non-divisional games make the most sense for primetime slots, and we'll throw around a couple of uh, nominees for the Thanksgiving night game. Time to follow the money 
with your hosts, Mitch Moss and Polly Howard. Don't wait days for your winnings. Cash out instantly with Bet Rivers' new feature, Rush Pay. Get your cash when you want it at Bet Rivers Sportsbook, the industry leader with exclusive bets, daily specials, odds boost, and the most in play betting options out there. There's always a $250 match bonus, one time playthrough. Bet Rivers, your hometown book. Not valid in Iowa, but good in Colorado, Illinois, Indiana, Virginia, Michigan, and Pennsylvania. Play sugarhouse.com in Jersey. Must be 21. All right, so tomorrow we are going to get the NFL schedule. I hate how they do this in primetime, by the way. Just, I'd rather have them make it early in the morning. That way we can talk about it for the entire day, rehash it again on Thursday, but it comes out tomorrow night, 8 o'clock Eastern time, right? So programming note here on the show, Mike Palm's going to be on Thursday morning. The timing could, could not be any better from that regard. Uh, we will talk to him about the schedule, and we will go over at that point a lot to do with, uh, you know, come on, guys, now. It's middle of May. Yeah. Right? We'll get down to, you know, talking about the Survivor Contest out here. Come on, uh, come on guys, it's right. Yeah, right, right. So some potential, and I know, like, you know, professional bettors, sharp guys, they don't care who's playing on primetime games, but, you know, the, the sexier the matchup, the more eyeballs on it, obviously, and the, maybe the more betting handle that creates across the country. And people who regularly uh, don't bet on the NFL will say, hey, well, we get Chiefs-Packers tonight on Thursday, so I'm going to make a bet on that game, whatever. But some, some potential Thanksgiving night games, I looked through the entire you know, opponent list yesterday for these for every team in the league. Some of the uh, games that I come up with came up with. Would you want to see Buccaneers at Patriots on Thanksgiving night? Oh, that'd be fantastic. Yeah. Or, or should that be like a standalone like Monday or a Sunday night game? Well, it all comes down to what the networks get to protect too. But that's I, I would love to see that on Thanksgiving. You brought uh, up a that's... great you brought up a great point yesterday. What did they do with the Packers? I know because I, that, that's. They play a ton of great non-individual marquee games. Mm-hmm. They play at the Chiefs, they're at the 49ers, right? Either one of those on a, you know, that Thursday night third game on Thanksgiving Day would be sensational or certainly put it on primetime, whatever. Um, Cowboys at the Saints would be appealing to me. You know, you got to, not every game is going to feature the, the Chiefs or the Buccaneers or the 49ers, the Packers, whatever, but <clears throat> Bills at Titans I think would be pretty good. Mm-hmm. The other thing, too, is with this Green Bay mess, now you have the Devontae Adams interview, which the Rodgers trickle-down effect yeah. has begun. Adams, in the final year of his contract, so this complicates things, and I don't know if I would come back. I would have to do some extra thinking if my guy wasn't there. 115 for 1374 and 18 touchdowns last year in the final year of a four-year deal. Adams says he talked with Rodgers a little bit since the news of his uh, the ESPN report last month. But that's the other thing about if Rodgers leaves, and then what's Adams going to do, and oh. what, what, is this, what does this team look like with Jordan Love? I, I got news for you. Without, if he stays in Green Bay without Rodgers, those numbers go for Oh, yeah. What, 18, uh, 18 touchdowns last yep. year to six? And he goes to 725 yards overall? The Packers, by the way, their schedule, I mean, it's not easy. They get the Browns, Steelers, Rams, Seahawks at home in the non-divisional they're at the Ravens, at the 49ers, at the Chiefs. And I know that, uh, I think Michael Lombardi was saying that they're a five-win team without Rodgers. I could see that. Yeah. The other thing, I agree with Peter King. I would start it with, uh, I would start the season with Dallas and Tampa. Nothing wrong with Buffalo and Tampa, but I would start it that way too. But that's your other question. I mean, Brady going back to New England? Oh, God. Do whatever you want with that, though. If that's Thanksgiving the, night, Sunday I think Thanksgiving night. night would be amazing to have that yeah. matchup. Right? Do it early in the season. So their their marquee non-divisional games, again, the Buccaneers have the 
per certain metrics, the easiest schedule in the entire league. Cowboys at New England, at the Rams, Buffalo, and at Indy are their biggest matchups. Chiefs get the Browns, Cowboys, Bills at home. They play at the Titans, Ravens, and uh, Packers. That actually is at Arrowhead as well. The Bills, I like their win total over this year, 10.5. I think they go at least 11-6. and six. i, I got to say something else. How, what does the league do? And I know they did it last year, but it was different because we didn't have fans. So what do you want to do with with Las Vegas and then with that beautiful stadium in L.A. where you want to showcase that again to start on a Sunday night or a Monday night game out of the gates? Because, I mean, there were no fans allowed. No, so I know. it was like it was completely different. The the Rams will certainly have a bunch of prime time spots, no doubt, right? They'll probably be on prime time a minimum of, what, four times? you got to throw the Chargers on there, too, a couple times. Yeah. Playing in that, in that stadium. Yeah, and, and with Herbert. What do you do with uh, and then with Las Vegas? It was what was that week two Monday night? I think they played the Saints out here, but yeah, and they played a Sunday afternoon game against the Buccaneers last year, and they got routed. They beat they actually beat the Saints last year. Yeah, they did in that game. But that's I'm talking about, yeah about putting it up on national TV and showing the new stadium, and finally yeah with, with fans back. They'll have plenty of spots. What do you make of the Saints this year? Win, I don't know. Win totals hovering around nine, and some of their non divisional teams: Dolphins, Bills, Packers, Cowboys at home. They play at New England and at the Seahawks. Well, I would trust Peyton. I mean, they did go 5-0 and without Breeze with Bridgewater that one year and just uh, plug in and play and make it work. And I would still think, you know, what's Hill going to look like or if, if Winston could put up numbers? But then again, it was Charlie checked down. Everything was a dump off with Breeze and everyone yeah, knew it was anyway. coming. And they, and they still moved the ball. So oh. Still the second best team in that division. I don't care who's playing quarterback. I think we're going to get the, the Bears on primetime quite a bit as well. Now, who's the quarterback going to be? We're going to ask humans coming up. DraftKings put this up. Dalton's $2. Don't you lean Dalton? Oh. Yeah. Right The more, cause right after the draft, I thought, okay, well, Fields can beat him out, no problem. But Dalton's making $10 million a year. You're going to have that guy be the backup? I mean, if Fields is incredible during you know, the preseason, it, it's a, you know, it's a well, possibility where the sure. Bears are going to be forced to actually play him in week one. Well, what's camp going to look like in, in off-season workouts? Are you, are you really going to go with Fields and Jones and Trey Lance week one? I can't see that with any of these guys. No, I can't see Trey start, Lance. Right? No, absolutely. No. Garoppolo's 275. No, that should be much higher. That's crazy. Yep. Well, unless he gets hurt. Yeah, they, well. Which is possible. Uh, I, I'll tell you, another team that we're going to get peppered with uh, tomorrow on the schedule is going to be Cleveland. Yep. They're, they're a sexy team. They're a public team. And some of their biggest uh, non-divisional games, they are, boy, it's a tough schedule. They're at the Chiefs, at the Packers. At the Patriots, at the Vikings, at the Chargers. They get the Raiders at home. Tough road schedule for that team. And the Broncos, That another thing, though. Well, what do you do with them? How many times I are see. we going to get the Broncos in prime time? Was it DraftKings? Uh, yeah, DraftKings put up 8.5 yesterday, win total. What do you want to do with the yeah the Bron- They put the Broncos up eight and a half. What do you th- on the Packers? What do you think of what uh, Jay Croucher told us yesterday from PointsBet? If he goes to Denver, based on the trade, right? If it's not, yeah. if they're not giving up a ton of like you know current players, good guys. If it's draft picks, he would have the third best team overall in the league. That's a big leap. Does a quarterback play that bad? <laughs> That's something. That's a strong statement. Yeah, it really is. Yep. Follow the money here on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. Matt Human's going to join the program coming up next. He does have a division bet in the NFL that he likes. And uh, I know that you were strong with that opinion yesterday. I think Matt agrees with you. Explain that coming up next. 
DraftKings, the leader in daily fantasy sports. Download the app. Use the promo code VSIN when you sign up to compete for cash prizes every week. Don't wait. Sign up now. And new customers get a deposit bonus of up to 500 bucks. That's code VSIN when you sign up. If you or uh, someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, the number is 1-800-GAMBLER. In Indiana, that number is 1-800-9-WITH-IT. You must be 18 years or older. Eligibility restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com for details. Matt Humans uh, filled in admirably with uh, Jonathan Von Tobel here on Follow the Money Last week when we were out on vacation, and Matt joins the program now. Hey, pal, thanks for the time. Thanks for doing that last week as well. We appreciate it. Hey, anytime. Love doing it, uh, but I know the audience loves loves to have LeBron and Anthony Davis back, and that's what you guys are, two superstars. Okay. Wow. Paul, slide him 100 bucks to say that today. Benmo, during the break, what happened there? Good for him. Um, Smart guy. I, I think I think that you and Paulie agree on something. Paulie was strong yesterday by saying he doesn't think Rodgers is going to be back in Green Bay. You agree with that? He was strong saying that yesterday? You very much so, said? yes. Yep. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I agree. You know, last week uh, when we filled in for you guys, I think we did an Aaron Rodgers segment every day. Mm-hmm. Uh, we did at least one segment every day last week, and – you know, it's a big deal when you think about it. If he's not with the Packers, how many other teams' win totals uh, that might impact or just division odds in the NFC North? And you look at the Packers' schedule, uh, outside of the division, it's a first-place schedule. It's a relentless schedule. And uh, even with Rodgers, it's going to be tough for the Packers to navigate that. I agree with Paul, and I, I was saying the same thing last week, that don't pay attention to what you hear from Mark Murphy and Brian Gutekunst. Of course, they're going to say we have no intention of trading Aaron Rodgers. They don't want to be the two guys who traded the reigning MVP. But when Aaron Rodgers digs in and he's stubborn and he backs them into a corner and forces the Packers to make a decision sometime in June or July, I think uh, those guys are going to come to the realization that the best thing to do for the organization is deal Aaron, Aaron Rodgers and get a ton back in return and turn the page. Yeah. You know, you drafted Jordan Love last year for a reason. You thought he could be the quarterback of the future. Well, the future is now. You could get a veteran quarterback in return. I've talked to a couple people uh, from Denver who really believe that uh, the Broncos are working hard to get this deal done, and John Elway is working to get it done. He believes they are going to do it at some point. Obviously, you've read the stories, and you know that it doesn't make sense for the Packers to do anything till after June 1st, so don't expect it anytime soon, but I think at some point this summer, the Packers do have to say, hey, look, we're going to get two first-round picks, maybe a second-rounder, a couple players back. We can get a ton back in return uh, for Aaron Rodgers, so it's, it'd be dumb not to do the deal, and I, I, I think Rodgers is the type of guy who 
would even sit out the season. He would say, hey, I'm going to retire. I'm not going to play for the Packers. And uh, he would force their hand. So, I, yeah, I agree with Paul there. I do not believe he's going to be back with the Packers. And that leads me to uh, a play on the Vikings to win the NFC North. I was looking at the division odds the South Point put up yesterday. I compared them to a few other places in the market. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I think the Vikings are the second best team in the division, considering we don't know what Justin Fields is going to be a quarterback for the Bears. You know, I, I still think Andy Dalton, the Red Rifle, is going to start week one, but I still like the Vikings better as a team. Uh, I bet it yesterday. I didn't bet it big because I hate making these bets where you have to wait eight months to cash a ticket, but I made a decent bet on the Vikings plus 350 to win the NFC North. Seven to two odds is a pretty good price. And, uh, DraftKings has got plus 250, so I thought plus 350 at the South Point is a pretty good bet considering the Packers with that first-place schedule, even with Rodgers, are no lock to win the division if he came back, and I don't think he's coming back. So that's why I like the Vikings to win the division. And, and Mitch was right yesterday. This guy gets dug in, forget about it. He hasn't talked to his family in mm-hmm. 15 years, whatever it is. How about right. you been on fire with golf? What do you think of the Byron Nelson and anything you played early next week, PGA? I'll tell you about a couple early PGA plays I've got. I played them at the Circa. You got the best numbers around. You got to you've got to be a good win player to uh, win this uh, second major of the year. It's going to be a Kiowa Island in South Carolina. The wind is going to be a factor. Joaquin Neiman, who uh, should have won the first tournament of the year in Maui, missed an eight footer to win it. Uh, 67 to one, and Adam Scott 102 to one at Circa. Ooh. DraftKings has got Adam Scott at 50 to 1. I got him 102 to 1 at Circa. I think the Australian players, guys like Adam Scott and Leishman, uh, will play well in the PGA at Kiowa Island because of the wind factor. So, a couple of bombs there. And uh, in the Byron Nelson this week, I think it's a difficult handicap, really. It's a TPC Craig Ranch, which is north of Dallas. It's a, a new course to the PGA Tour rotation. So you got really no course history to work with this week. And uh, if you think about it, last week it was all about horse for the course when you're handicapping golf. Rory McIlroy had no current form, no nothing, coming into uh, last week's tournament at Quail Hollow. But he was a horse for the course, and he ends up winning. And uh, this week it's a different handicap. Scotty Scheffler, I think this is kind of deja vu to um, a month, a month and a half ago when Jordan Spieth won in San Antonio, and he, he snapped that long drought. Scotty Scheffler is looking for his first PGA Tour win. He's a Texan. He's a 24-year-old from Dallas. He actually played this course as a kid. I think he's probably got the most experience of anybody in the field on this course. Uh, he tied for fourth, by the way, in last year's PGA. He's got current form. I guess you could say he's got a little bit of court, course form. Nobody else really does. So I like Scheffler to get his first PGA Tour win at 22-1 to this week. I'm going with the Texans angle. Uh, Will Zalatoris, the guy who's from Plano, Texas, around Dallas, a little bit under the radar after missing the cut. He was a hot name after the Masters. A lot of people wanted to play him. And uh, he misses a cut, and you're not hearing much about him this week. So I kind of like that angle. Uh, he's a local, too. He's played the course also around 22, 25 to 1. Mark Leishman, again, he's got an outstanding history in Texas where a lot of times these tournaments are played in wind. He's also got current form on his side. He tied for fifth at the Masters. He's part of that team event win in New Orleans. And a lot of things point to Leishman. Actually, he's been a good play this weekend. 
and probably next week in the PGA at even longer odds. And uh, Ryan Palmer, another Texan here, 14 straight made cuts on the tour. That's the second longest streak going. Uh, he's got eight top 20s during that stretch and uh, a second, a couple of fourths. And uh, I know a couple other sharp golf handicappers really like Ryan Palmer this week. So uh, those right. will be my plays for the Byron Nelson. Follow the money, Paulie and Mitch Visa in the Sports Betting Network. Matt Eumann's our guest. We rarely talk baseball with you. Dodgers are laying 250 tonight. Bueller against Dunn. They're 5 and 15 in their last 20, and you're down 20 units back in the Dodgers during that stretch. Yeah, I mean, that's a big story so far in baseball how disappointing the Dodgers and the Yankees have been. They've burned betters with uh, slow starts, and especially the Dodgers. You guys think about a couple of weeks ago, three weeks ago, there was a lot of talk hey, could the Dodgers threaten the Tigers' mark from 1984 when they started 35 and 5? Mm-hmm. Now all of a sudden they go five and fifteen in the past twenty games, and they're eighteen and seventeen. Last year, in a sixty-game season, they lost a total of seventeen games. They're forty-three and seventeen, and now eighteen and seventeen. Yeah, right. You know, so I, I'm still not going to panic if uh, if you got a Dodgers ticket, and maybe if if you want to bet the Dodgers, this might be a buy low opportunity at a plus, you know, plus three twenty-five. You might be able to find seven to two to win the World Series. I think a big deal that you don't hear much about is Cody Bellinger's been out since April 5th. He was a National League MVP two years ago. Uh, I think he's probably going to come back in early June, it looks like, with the fractured uh, fibula. But the offense has tailed off from 5.8 runs per game last year to 4.9. This season, the Dodgers have lost a major league high 10 games by one run. And uh, when you look at it, that's a big reason uh for this uh, poor start. And it's kind of a stunning turnaround from where the Dodgers were when they started 13-2. and two. And You know, the Dodgers have been favorites in 34 of 35 games this season, and they've lost five times as favorites, minus 200 or more. Now, that said, I think this is a good opportunity for them to get things turned around because they start a nine-game homestand today against the uh, Mariners, the Marlins, and the D-backs. Mm. So I think the Dodgers are probably going to start picking up some wins uh, starting uh, with this homestand. Good breakdown. Follow him on Twitter. He is at MattHumans247. Always good to have you on the show, Matt. Thanks for coming on today. Hey, you bet. Anytime, guys. See you. Yep. Great job on Trask, 33-1 to to go to Tampa. And all the uh, draft yep. props, too. That is something else. Yep. Yeah, he started off 11-0 in the draft. Yeah. Um, to see that actually, like, in writing, what Matt just talked about, Dodgers last year forty three and seventeen. Dodgers yep. this year eighteen and seventeen. And the only way that's nuts. And the only way I see Rogers coming back would be number one, they fire the GM. Not going to happen. Uh, number two, they extend him and trade Love. And I don't think that's going to happen either. He, he's he's dug in. You know, even Favre chiming in. I get Favre's got a podcast. Why would they have to tra- trade Love? Huh? Why well, do they have to trade Love? Of course, the Rogers for him to come back. They have no backup yeah. then. Well, it's all about his feelings. They're bringing and in Chad Kelly, off. from what I saw. Chad Kelly. Yeah. <laughs> well, that that's where we're at with him. I, I think that was I mean, either that, yesterday that, or it's going to happen. Like today, they're going to bring him in and look at him. That started the whole thing. Well, why are you drafting a quarterback? Yeah. Give me some help, and then the Adams business too. Well. But this is this. It, it's never got to this point. Of course not. It's ridiculous. I mean, they have again. Every, they know, have no zero one. vision whatsoever. Yeah. It's. Yeah. And, and the people 
it's almost as if people that I see in the media crushing Rodgers have only picked up on the story two weeks ago. Right. Like they failed to pay attention over the last 10 years. Yeah. It's insane to me. And the, the comparison there, and they're blowing it. Tom Brady got whatever he wanted, won a Super Bowl year one. Yeah. Comes right into the NFC and wins a Super Bowl. Sure. Oh, you want who you want? Fournette? You want Gronk? You want Brown? Who else you want? Anyone else? Good. Okay, Super Bowl. We'll oh, get him. Oh, we're going to bring everyone back? Yeah, you want okay. everybody back? Okay. No problem. We'll make that happen as well. You want to take someone in, on offense? and No, never. A really big injury to discuss. How can his team survive without him? That's coming up next. 